I'm a big believer in looking at health and, and biohacking as a tool to experience more life, a higher quality, deeper life experience, better relationships, showing up for people that you care about and love the way that you want. It's not looking for shortcuts or easy ways out because creating any real lasting change in our life requires work. It requires having the best practices and strategies in order to elicit a desired end result. Biohacking is recognizing that there's a lot of different ways to get to an end result, but based on your health status, your genes, your epigenetic expression, there's only one that is the fastest and the path of least resistance for you. Biohacking is identifying what that is and taking that personalized approach to condense time and flip a biological triggers in your body as quickly and easily as possible. That's Anthony DiClemente, and this is episode 305 of Wellness Force Radio. Wellness Force Radio, where we discover the physical and emotional intelligence to live life well. You can have the same brain states as someone who's done an hour of meditation every day for 40 years. There's a lot of losses that we go through, so the ability to be able to cope with those losses is very important to build skill in it, because loss will happen. You know, you have to have spiritual courage to really grow spiritually, because if you really want to take guidance from your soul, you have to be ready to realize that many of the things that you're asking for guidance on, your ego has some kind of an addiction to or an investment in. What's up, podcast world? It's Josh Trent. You made it to Wellness Force. And this episode is brought to you by Organifi, creators of my favorite red juice on the spinning rock in the middle of outer space. They make this drink that if Abraham Lincoln was alive, he would drink. It's a superfood powder. Think about that, Abraham Lincoln. He was a pretty cool dude. I think if he was alive, he would definitely drink Organifi, specifically the red juice. I've been doing the red for a long time, years. And there's one thing I wanna make sure you understand about this superfood powder, and it's the beetroot the cordyceps and the reishi, all organic. That's in this powder, this synergistic blend. This is what promotes cellular activation, not to mention uh, free radical scavenging. You know, the antioxidant value, very, very high in these plant adaptogens. And you know, plant adaptogens, um, if you ever played Mario Kart, like Nintendo, well, if you didn't play video games, let's just say you know what a superhero is. These adaptogens are like the superheroes of the plant kingdom. And you can get this delicious, and I say delicious, with a capital D, Red juice, actually, I drink it after my workouts and it's just as delicious. You can grab it at Organifi.com forward slash wellness force and you get 20% off with the code wellness force. They were super generous. That's Organifi.com forward slash wellness force. Use code wellness force to get the drink that I think Abraham Lincoln would drink if he ever went to the gym. But it's crazy. Abraham Lincoln never had to worry about the things that we do. And this is why actually today on the podcast, the element we're talking about is biohacking. This word biohacking, it's gotten a bad rap. But biohacking has its panel of leaders in the world, and we're bringing on, in my opinion, the best in the world, if not the best in the galaxy. We have on my friend, podcaster, traveler, speaker, author, all-around powerhouse of health and wellness, and his name is Anthony Clementi. He's the host of the Biohacking Secrets podcast and the creator of Biohacking Secrets, which is one of the top, if not the top biohacking resources in the entire world. We get to learn from him today about the biohacking secrets that matter most for our health. And we're going to talk about Anthony curing himself from Lyme disease and the following eight years, how he became a best-selling author and shared the stage with Tony Robbins and launched a top 100 health and fitness podcast and now reaches people literally all over the spinning rock, this movement of biohacking 
it's funny, biohacking secrets. It's really interesting term for Anthony. He's, this is not a guy that keeps secrets. (laughs) He shares everything with an open book. He's a powerful creator. Everything he discusses, he's actually done for himself. He gathers, he applies, he embodies this triangle of intelligence that we always talk about on the show. And he actually gave us a super generous free gift. He's given us a a hard copy book. Actually, it's a soft cover. Um, For just a couple bucks, you can pay for shipping, but the book is absolutely free. You can get this resource at wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book. That's wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book, just a couple bucks for shipping. And he'll get it anywhere in the world to you. So you can get this if you're listening in Ireland or if you're listening in Zimbabwe or wherever else you listen to. I had somebody email me from Sweden the other day. It's amazing. Wellness Force is reaching Sweden. It just means so much to me that all of us, you know, we are all here because we care. We have a fire. We have an interest in physical and emotional intelligence. And today with this biohacking secrets conversation, we're actually going to get the things that matter most for our health. We'll talk about eating, moving and sleeping, mental acuity, and the things that will actually move the needle in your life. And if you're a science person or a researcher, you're really going to love this episode. If you haven't explored biohacking before, this is a great starting place as well. Make sure you go to wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book. Get the free book. He'll literally ship it right to your doorstep. Something I've never had somebody do on a show where they're like, hey, I want to give your entire audience a free book. (laughs) I said, yes. Uh, All you have to do is pay a couple bucks for shipping, but the book is free. I'm down with that, my friends. So let's dig in right now. These biohacking secrets for our mind, body, and spirit that we can actually apply to the modern day world. Let's dig in right now with the one and only Anthony DiClemente. Anthony DiClemente, welcome to Wellness Force. Oh, Josh Trent, thank you for having me. We have been putting this on the docket for a few months, and the timing is perfect. You just got back from vacation. You have this renewed energy we were talking about before we recorded. Today, though, we're going to talk about the biohacking secrets that not everybody has heard about. People know you. I told you at Paleo FX when I interviewed you on the floor with Carrie, I was like, you are literally probably in the top five, if not the one of biohacking experts in the world. And you were like, I received that. It felt good for you to receive that. So I've been looking forward to this podcast, man. And I know a lot of people know you as the biohacking secrets founder, but what is something that people don't know about you? You know, what's something fun that you can share with people that um, you don't normally talk about on a podcast? Yeah. um, Well, man, there's so many things. I'm, I'm a big, I'm a big believer in looking at health, and, and biohacking as a tool to experience more life, higher, a higher quality, deeper life experience, better relationships, showing up for people that you care about and love the way that you want. And I think that it's very easy for us to get into these loops where we're just constantly pursuing self-improvement, but we're skipping the very things that make life enjoyable mm. and the very experiences that, uh, that reward this path of constant and never ending improvement. So I'm the type of person where I like to, I like to work hard. I, I'm, I'm very regimented about 80 to 90% of the time. And then 10% of the time, or like when I was on vacation for, for two and a half, almost three weeks, I like to do the opposite and almost create this desire to, to work and refocus and go hard in the gym. You know, you were talking yeah. about taking some time off. Yeah. I really do like to, to balance these things. And sometimes that's dipping into the extremes at the other end of the spectrum that someone might look at and be like, man, that's, that's not, 
I just saw what Anthony did last night. That's not healthy. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> well, this is what I love about you, man, is, is you really are a embodiment of your work. You know, you, you cycle things and yeah. not just your nutrition, but also your supplements. And we're going to dig into all these core components of what biohacking really is. I think there's a lot of misnomers out there, my friend, about what biohacking actually is. You know, we were at yeah, Paleo this it's, year. It's kind and, of taken on a life of its own. And, and one that has. I'm not sure I resonate with as much these days. <laughs> <laughs> but, but the term biohacking, you know, um, um, we were uh, we were at Paleo, and I remember uh, I asked the, the the panel with Dave Asprey and Dan Party, you know, what what actually is biohacking, and they all had unique responses. And, and I'm curious for you before we go down to the bottom of the biohacking ocean, uh, how would you describe that on a high level? Like, what does biohacking mean to you now, this far into your career trajectory? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what it's not. It's not looking for shortcuts or or easy ways out because. Creating any real lasting change in our life in, in our life requires work. It requires having uh, the, the best practices and strategies in order to elicit a desired end result. Biohacking is recognizing that there's a lot of different ways to get to an end result. There's a lot of ways to skin a cat, as as the the cliche would say. But it's such an interesting always, term. <laughs> it makes no sense. I think right? I got it from Rob Wolf like seven years ago. I'm like, it sounds pretty it, good. It's 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 actually disturbing. It's kind of weird. Skin the cat. You, okay. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Skin the cat. There's there's a lot of different ways to to get to a desired end result, but based on your health status, your genes, your epigenetic expression, there's only one that is the fastest and the path of least resistance for you. Biohacking is identifying what that is and taking that personalized approach to condense time and and flip a biological triggers in your body as quickly and easily as possible and having control over your health in mind, body, and performance. That's one of the coolest definitions I've heard. In, I just um, made it up on the spot, honestly. Well, that's why, I, I mean, it's authentic, and, down anywhere. <laughs> it's authentic and real in the moment. That's why I love it, man. It's no surprise to me, by the way. You know, I look at your career trajectory and everything that you've been through from a health perspective. And you know what I sense from you and, and even, you know, what you talk about and shared in media with your father is like the health challenges that the DiClemente family has has gone through it's really like the undercurrent of how they grew and how you've grown to be able to serve people. And I feel like these health challenges that I've had and definitely that you've talked about in media and in podcasts, they've become a gift for you. You know, mm -hmm. your, your Lyme disease and, and some of the other things that you've helped people heal that they had gone to all these doctors. These are the things that actually make us grow. But yet it's really a mindset piece. So before mm -hmm. we get into like the specifics of biohacking categories, I'd love for you to take us to that moment with the Lyme. Like you were it was I think it was 2011. You mm -hmm. were finished with soccer. You guys like had won like a state championship or a national championship. And then all of a sudden you're like, I can't get out of bed. You know, mm -hmm. and, and this is this is like legitimate for a lot of people that have illnesses or diseases that they're not exactly sure how to approach. And I think you had mentioned that you were in a, a hospital and it was like the 12th or 15th doctor or something. And you mm -hmm. just had this moment where it hit you in the chest and you said, I'm going to figure this out on my own because I'm not getting the help that I deserve. Uh, can you take mm -hmm. us to that moment? Because I think a lot of people that get into biohacking, uh, they share a similar mirror of growth. Yeah. And kind of like looking back and reflecting on the path that led me to that moment of, of rock bottom, there was a lot of things that went into it. I was, I, I was working a job that I hated 
And it, it, it had gone from like when I first started, it was tolerable because I was in a big group of my peers and there was still this, this social aspect and community and we were all going through it together. And it was people from like Duke and Yale and University of Illinois and University of Michigan. And we were all the same age. And like, even though our job in, in finance kind of sucked, it was like, we'd go out afterwards and we had that community, which I now recognize is such a foundational component of human health and happiness. Mm. And then once they took us and they split us off into different parts of the bank and we were, we were, you know, doing different jobs. I was, I, I had this epiphany of like, holy shit, is this the rest of my life? Is it just different versions of this? So I got into this pattern where I was no longer playing sports consistently. I no longer had to train five, six days a week. I was working a job I didn't like. And to compensate, I'd be going out on weekends to try to get more of that social, but it also came with booze, you know? So now I'm like, I'm, I'm sad. I'm isolated. I'm working a job that I don't resonate with and I'm compensating with booze. And it was like a few years of this that really led to that point where I'm seeing my 12th doctor and I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm at the, I'm at the doctor's office with my mom as like a 28 year old man, which is That's like normal in Italian culture. In Italian culture, it's everywhere else. <laughs> you go like, with your oh, mom to the was, doctor, yeah. This guy was fucked up. And, uh, yeah. and, and you start seeing the system from the inside. And if anyone listening has never been sick, you may not recognize this. But when you're seeing doctors and you've got a complex issue and you're a smart enough person, you put in time trying to solve this yourself and you're hoping that someone who's gone through like eight years of, of additional schooling in this discipline can lend some insights and you go to them for a 15 minute appointment and you know, they tell you to turn your head and cough and then get out of here. Everything's fine. You know, take your shirt off. Oh, you're fine. It's like, well, yeah, that's because yeah. I'm working out like a psycho trying to, you know, wondering if it's because I'm not trying hard enough. Yeah. And that 12th doctor said the same five words that I'd heard over and over again, like, there's nothing wrong with you. And I came out and like, just, just sort of started to cry. You know, I was trying to hold it, hold it back. I never saw my dad cry growing up. Even at one point asked my mom, like, have you ever seen dad cry? And she's like, uh, yeah, once when you were born hmm. and, uh, you know, so I, I, until until the past couple of years, I never even let myself cry, but I was kind of choking it back. And 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 then those tears turned to like anger and like, fuck this, man. What am I doing? Like, how many times do I need to show up and expect someone who's not a genius to solve a problem that I can't solve in in hours and hours of research yeah. in 15 minutes? Yeah. It's not going to happen. You know, I need to take responsibility. I need to figure this out and I need to stop outsourcing my most valuable asset. That is my health. And, uh, I want to pause, I wanna pause right there. there because that I just felt something from you that, and we've hung out multiple times in person. You have this era of an old wisdom in a younger man's body, because I think a lot of people in that moment could have been like, I'm screwed. I'm just going to do the traditional path. I don't know what's going on for me. There was something about your personality, who you are as a soul that in that moment you said, I'm going to fight for my life. Like, what is it about you that in that moment you decided you made a, de a decision? You know, I've always been the type of person who's like, I've been able to, to, to do things at a high level, let's say like sports, but I'm always the guy, I always feel like the guy who barely made the team. And like, you know, even, even in high school, um, I'm the captain of the team, but I wasn't the fastest. I wasn't the strongest. I was like the, the psycho that's like dribbling soccer balls outside in the snow in the winter time and kicking it off a wall to try to get better where it was like, I always felt like I had to outwork everybody else to get, uh, even to their level. 
you know, and, and that mentality, even though it, it put a lot of self-imposed pressure upon me, it also gave me the capacity to fight out of difficult situations. Mm. And that was one of those situations where it was like, all right, man, you got to roll up your sleeves and go to work because no one's going to do it for you. And if you don't want to live like this, if you're sick of living like this, then claw your way out, you know, one, one inch at a time. Yeah. And one of the things that I love is that you even posted this on social. You said eight years after this happened, you sold 40,000 copies of a book. You launched a podcast that's been in the top 100 in health on iTunes. Uh, You spoke with Tony Robbins, like you've helped thousands of men and women reclaim their lives and their health just the same way that you did. And not everybody really steps into this leadership role because like I said, when we were at Paleo, man, I really meant this. There are a lot of people that do biohacking, but there are not, there are only a handful of people in our space that really embody the lessons. And this is what we talk about on the show a lot, you know, the embodiment process of true intelligence. Most people, Anthony, they'll go out and they'll get the guides, they'll buy all the books, they'll do the Mm -hmm. courses, but they don't actually ever stop to apply. They're not taking the supplements. They're not doing the workouts because that's the road to embodiment. So before Mm -hmm. we dig into all these aspects, man, I'd I'd love for you to share, like when it comes to embodiment, what is Mm -hmm. it about your North Star that allows you to gather the information, to apply the information and embody it? I almost want to ask you, is it just curiosity or is it something else? So Muhammad Ali has one of my favorite quotes and he's like, I I said that I was the greatest, you know, long before I ever was or something like that. I probably fucked that up, but you get the idea. Yeah, we get the energy. You get the energy. (laughs) Like it, it it starts with, with a desire to be great. Um, or even a, uh, in, in, in college, I was in a fraternity, Phi Delta Theta, and there was this guy, his nickname was Bear. His real name was Colin Dolan. And uh, he was just like a a monster of a man, you know, had opportunity to play collegiate football and decided he was going to just fraternity better. (laughs) And um, there was even one night where like these football guys came to one of the after hours parties and started treating girls like garbage. And Dolan like grabbed one of them and chucked him off the steps and got in the front yard. And he's like, He's like, this is my field right now. He's like, you're getting out of here and you're not going to treat anybody like that. And he like slammed the ground. The football player's like, I'm out of here. This guy's a psycho, right? But one of the things that Colin liked to do, he he would make you prove yourself in order to get in the house, but not in like a dickhead hazing way. He would make you prove yourself in a way that explored your fullest potential. And he would try to push you right to your breaking point to see how far you could go. And it was almost always further than you thought you could. Right. And, uh, you know, one one day while we're in the basement, we're locked in this room where it's basically the laundry room and he's running the dryers, getting the heat up to like one hundred and ten in the room. We've got a rolled up rug over our heads and we're doing high knees and he's screaming about like, this is where you explore the boundaries of human potential. And he's like yelling it over and over again. And I was like, man, I'm like, I would never do any of this shit on my own. Right. But I'm seeing in having someone else push me to do it, what I'm capable of. I now like to explore the boundaries of human potential from a place that comes from within. And that usually requires condensing the time or eliminating the time between the acquisition of information and the application thereof. 
And that means you can't read a ton of books and then maybe put it together because you're probably going to forget a lot of the shit that you read. Even if you take good notes, you're not going to go back and look at them. So as soon as you get a good idea, if you believe it's something that could move the needle in your life and expand the boundaries of your human potential, apply it immediately, figure out how it fits into your daily or weekly routine and start taking action. Yeah. I love the analogy of this because so many people, they go down a road of like wanting to get all the info and they'll get stacks of books and then they'll, they'll just make a decision like, Hey, I'm overwhelmed. I actually can't do this. And and this is why we're built for community. I loved how you said community was a biohack because man, unless we have somebody that's been way further down the path leading us when we're at the beginning or maybe at the Mm -hmm. middle, um, I don't think that human nature was designed to be alone. I don't think this Mm -hmm. lone wolf thing is anything more than just an old adage of a tale of, of somebody out in the middle of the forest, you know, proving themselves, especially for men. So let's dive into this because there's obviously the eating, the moving, the sleeping, but I want to talk with you first about more of the mental aspects of biohacking because Mm -hmm. to look at the lone wolf on one side and say, okay, that's obviously not working anymore. We're built for community. How do you start off with a client when you work with somebody, when they have a mindset of being defeated, when they have a mindset Mm -hmm. of being lost? I mean, probably people come to you, I'm sure when And they've tried a lot of things. They've read a lot of books and they come to you with a certain way of maybe even being defeated or or a victim mindset. So let's begin there before we get into the actual tactical stuff. Yeah. So a lot of it starts on our, our consulting calls before we even sign up a client. We're very, we have very strict parameters about the type of people that we can work with and our target clientele are high level businessmen, entrepreneurs, And most of those people have also played sports at a somewhat high level, you know, competitive in high school, maybe college, and and even some played pro um, and are retired. And we even work with a few pro athletes that are currently playing. Some of them are, are the best in the world at their respective sports. Because we found those people, the people that have played sports and and learned how to experience victory through attrition doing the thing that you know you should even when you don't want to, pushing yourself at a level where you make the competition quit. That all applies to everything that we do. So when when people get on the phone with Carrie or someone from our team after they've applied for our coaching program, we're making sure that they have that desire within them. doesn't mean that they have to have played sports at a high level, yeah. but they need to be willing to do whatever the fuck it takes. And if we don't get that on the phone, will respectfully point them in another direction. It's so honest. So that's that's really where it starts. It's like, so honest, man, because if you don't if you if you take in a client, this is for anyone listening that either wants to work with you or works with clients themselves, if if somebody doesn't want it, there's no way that they're going to get it even if you have the best tools and guidance for them. Yep, you can't you you will constantly be trying to drag that person along. Um, we even had a guy had a guy yesterday who applied, great guy, but he was dabbling you know, he wasn't all in and he was like, oh, you know, I just got a Tony Robbins coach and this and that. And I'm like, let him go work with the Tony Robbins coach. And like, there's nothing wrong with that. I'm not dissing that. I'm just like, we need people who are, who are here knocking on the door saying, I'm willing to do whatever the fuck it takes. Just tell me what to do and it will get done. You know? So it starts there. It's not, they come in and they're wishy-washy and I, you know, cast some magic spell and say some magic words and then their whole mindset changes. We make sure they're on board before we even fucking sign them up. 
Yeah. This is the enrollment that people talk about in our industry. And and I'd like for you to touch on this, man. There's so many people that online, they're one way. They have all this great marketing and presentation. But then when it comes to really how they are off camera, I'm seeing so much of this right now. How do people come to you? And what do you think it is about your truth, your authenticity specifically, that allows them to trust you in your marketing and media and when they actually yeah. work with you? Like, what is that about you? Man, I don't know. I've I, I can tell you that a big a big thing that I've been working on is just getting rid of the layers, getting rid of the filters between my heart and my mouth, and 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 allowing my content and and what I speak and the things that I share to to come without filters, yeah. um, and and to come from a place of truth. So I, I think that there's probably I think in doing that you probably repel some people and are a little bit more polarizing, but you, there's also people that resonate with that more and you attract those people more strongly. Whereas in the past, like you go back a couple years and thinking about create the creation of content from place, like who's going to like this? Are people going to like this? Yeah. You end up where like, no one really likes it. Everyone's like, ah, oh, this is okay. You know? But if you talk about like the shit you, you that you're terrible at, right? The places that you've really struggled, um, the, the things that you're currently working on and, and, and you allow people to go through your journey with you. And there's going to be people who are like maybe a couple steps back in that journey on the same path. And they're like, all right, this guy's just a little bit ahead of me. And, And I've been, I've been amazed to find how many people we work with now and when we dig into their blood work and their health assessment and we really see what are the things that are that, that are interfering with the fullest expression of their health in mind and body and performance, how many of them parallel the struggles that I've had to overcome myself. It's like we sort of recognize in other people that which is within us and we're drawn to it. That's part of the magnet and uh, our, our subconscious mind is is far more intuitive and intelligent than we recognize and when we pay attention to those gut feelings of like what attracts us to someone else it's usually that they're just a very similar expression of us at a slightly different point in time and space oh man mic drop because this is so true on so many levels if somebody is coming to you for guidance it's because you either got a guide or you guided yourself on the very path that they're on right now And Mm -hmm. looking at the path of biohacking, I can only imagine where most people start, probably with diet and exercise. I mean, you you said it yourself when you were going some intermittent fasting, right? All this, all this (laughs) crazy, like fun stuff, you know, putting a light in your balls and wearing glasses, but, but, but those, those tools have a place and they have a purpose. If you were to, to start us off here going into the ocean with this, is it sleep? Is it food? Is it maybe just taking an emotional inventory of where your stress is? What is the quote best place to start? Because there's so many components of biohacking and honestly of health. Mm-hmm. If there were, th- can I give three? Yeah, let's go. Three, three mm-hmm. big ones. The, the two obvious ones that still hold a lot of weight, diet and exercise, right? You need to go there. You need to figure out what are the foods that are that are helping you feel great and giving you more energy and, um, you know, improving your cognitive performance, your cognitive endurance, not causing a a lot of times it's, it's the identification of foods that have the opposite effect, you know, grains, gluten, dairy, it's just called grains, dairy, booze. 
Those are the big ones. And then there's some other foods, depending on whether or not someone is experiencing intestinal uh, permeability, you know, a compromised gut, gut, uh, gut lining. Then you've got exercise. I tell just about everyone, like you need to be moving six days a week. And the most neglected form of exercise that most people need, especially if they're dealing with chronic illness, energy issues, is cardio. It's not it's not these CrossFit workouts that are highly demanding on their central nervous system. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely not high intensity interval work that, ha- you know, we've got people that are already sympathetic dominant. They're stuck in this chronic fight or flight state. And then they're doing like high intensity intervals and, and these highly demanding workouts that further stress their CNS. It's the wrong approach. They need very, very gentle, continuous, steady state cardio to overcome some of these circulatory issues and uh, and, and low level chronic infections that are uh, affecting people at epidemic levels. And most people have no idea. So you got to get consistent with your training. You know, the, the the yoga and the steady state cardio are often the piece that are missing. That's the energy system that a lot of people neglect. Um, and then the third one, which is missed by just about everyone, and I don't think. I think maybe 1% of the population is probably even less than that is doing enough in this realm. It's cleaning up their environment. You know, like people are more and more aware of the effect that non-native electromagnetic fields have on our energy. And like Nick Pino has done a great job bringing this, bringing more awareness to this. Dr. Joseph Mercola has done a great job bringing more awareness to this. I haven't shut up about it for like three years. And I know it annoys people, especially because our human nature is to constantly evolve with technology and make things faster and turn up the energy, but it also is coming at a biological cost. And as we, as we step from 3g to 4g and then 4g to 5g, which is happening, we're reaching a tipping point where we're seeing more and more canaries drop in the coal mine and more and more people are dealing with gut dysfunction and chronic fatigue and uh, difficulty losing weight and they're myopically focused on the first two things that I discussed, the food and the exercise. But if you are still sitting with a Wi-Fi router in your office all day and you've got your com- computer transmitting, and then when you're not doing that, you're on the phone, the, there's no amount of diet and exercise that is going to compensate for it. And you're on a steady path to consistently gaining more and more weight, consistently being more and more tired. And you could drive yourself crazy filling the entire day with biohacks. But in my opinion, the people that really give a shit about their energy and their body and their cognitive performance, and they don't want Alzheimer's, dementia, and Parkinson's, they're going to switch back from Wi-Fi to Ethernet. And they're going to be very, very prudent about the way that they use technology. And they're going to use it more intelligently and uh, and carefully. Let's pause right there because you just dropped three huge knowledge bombs. I want to slowly unpack these. The first one that you talked about, which was a surprise to me, you said a lot of people that are dealing with low-level chronic issues, maybe somebody has autoimmune disorders or they're just feeling lethargy, going to a HIT workout, going to Orange Theory, having somebody yell at you while you sprint on a treadmill and then do a bunch of dumbbell presses, like that might not be the best step. It's actually going back to that more slow, steady state. Why do you think that's the truth for people that are dealing with low level energy or maybe have a high stress life? Like why is the steady state cardio something that you recommend rather than the HIIT training? I think that's a different paradigm for people. Yeah. So our, our, our model of health and human performance, it differs greatly from 
functional medicine and some of these other things out there. Like I, I think functional medicine has, has almost started to take on a, uh, a, a model that is, is getting more and more similar to like Western medicine. It's very, very fractionalized and focused on a lot of surrogate endpoints that aren't actually the root cause. They Functional medicine and integrative medicine talks a good game about the root cause, but they're not actually focusing on root causes. Like they'll say like one of the root causes is hormone imbalance. Yeah, well, why are your hormones imbalanced? They're not going deep enough. You got to go further upstream. And I believe that you can sum just about every deviation in health and human performance into four things. And, you know, we may expand upon this in the future, but you've got toxins. So this can include metals, pesticides, herbicides, chemicals, and, uh, and hormones in food. You know, a lot of the, the, the BS that's in our food, glyphosate, etc. right? You've got deficiencies. Many of these deficiencies that we're going to talk about result from the other three things, but they're still in a category of their own. Yeah. You've got infections, Epstein-Barr, herpes simplex virus, cytomegalovirus, Babesia, Lyme disease, Candida, small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. And then you've got sympathetic dominance, being in a chronic state of fight or flight where your body is not yinning and yanging. You're not dancing between fight or flight and rest and digest, mm-hmm. which is where our health is, is truly optimized. And when you when that happens, if you think about what, what happens in parasympathetic, we digest our food, we detox. Without those two, like what, what, what are we seeing at epidemic levels? Toxic accumulation and shitty digestion. Now you, you add into the fact that like a lot of people have so many acute stressors in their life that it becomes a chronic stressor, yeah. right? They're never parasympathetic. And the way that our body works, the signals that we're sending biologically are like someone who is chronically sympathetic dominant, chronically in, in a state of fight or flight, their body sees it as they are on the African savanna being chased by a lion. And they don't give a sh- your, your body doesn't give a shit if you are effectively digesting, assimilating, and absorbing nutrients from your food. It's trying to it's make gonna, you survive. It, it's going like, all right, we got to get this guy's blood or this woman's blood to his or her brain and muscles so that he could think about how do I get away from this lion and or run and fight. Yeah. Right. But when you don't have blood flow to your gut, you see decreased production of stomach acid. You see decreased production of of enzymes that we need to break down our food. And on top of that, you've got this radiation that's in our background all the time. People are even sleeping with their Wi-Fi routers on. And we know from the scientific literature that it, it has been proven to degrade the blood brain barrier and the gut barrier. It's proven. It's in scientific studies. Yet we're just trying to fix our digestion with food. So the place that I was going with that is we have so many stressors that are outside of our chronic awareness. And then we add more with these high intensity workouts and CrossFit and intervals and all of those things. Yeah. What, what's going on at, at, at a bigger level? So you've got these four root causes that, that I mentioned, sympathetic dominance, toxins, um, infections, and deficiencies, Right. When our environment is off, when we're eating foods that do not help us to thrive and do not increase our energy, over time, we see a a hit in our immune function and our mitochondrial function. Both of those things start to degrade. 
the doorway gets opened up for these chronic infections like Lyme disease, like Epstein-Barr, like herpes simplex virus, et cetera. Many of these infections localize in the liver. Now you're not detoxing as well either. And we need to unwind all of these things. The, these infections also create biofilms, protective matrices that allow them to evade our immune system. Our blood starts to coagulate and thicken, not only because of the infections, but because we're losing electrons to an environment that is filled with radiation all of the time. We start losing electrons, blood becomes more viscous, circulation tanks. We need to unwind all of this shit with low-level steady-state cardio, strengthening, reconditioning our body. That becomes the necessary foundation. And then you can integrate the high-intensity training, the, the, the strength training and activation of type 2B muscle fibers. That type of training works great if you are someone that is healthy and strong and never had any health issues. Yes. But if you have, you need to recondition your body and, and get your blood flowing again and start creating an environment that is inhospitable for infections, one that is oxygenated, one where your blood is, is, is flowing freely and, uh, and, and your circulatory and immune system and mitochondria are working the way that they're supposed to. I love this so much because it flies in the face of a lot of the trends that are out there in fitness. Yeah, you know, I think, I get, think everyone's fucking wrong. Get seven <laughs> minutes, get a seven minute workout where you just crush yourself. And yeah, if we have all these things that are toxic and the, the, our immune system is stressed and everything that you mentioned is really going on unwinding it was a great analogy because look, if we do that 10 minute burst or whatever it is, all we're doing is winding that thing tighter, causing mm -hmm. more stress, causing more really inflammation and heat in the body. And this might be a, a great segue to the next question is if we are in a state of those four things being deleterious to our health. And on top of that, Anthony, we're doing the wrong type of training. How would you guide somebody to do maybe going to the gym or walking? Like I know that you work with people individually, but for just general health, somebody's listening on the phone right now, or they're listening on a show or they're watching this on YouTube. Like where do mm. they begin as far as a weekly practice? Is it just walking? Is it maybe 20 minutes of cardio? You know, they're, they're sensing that they have what you're talking about going on. Mm -hmm. Yes. You brought up a good point that we should come back to as well, which is thermoregulation. And, and one of the things that also needs to be unwound, you know, when, when someone has, has walked this path of like, you know, their environment, their nutrition, their, their conditioning is off and then their mitochondria and their immune system takes a hit and then infections get a foothold. A lot of these, these viral and parasitic infections, they attack the thyroid, the adrenals and the liver. Right. So you see toxic accumulation, but then you also see uh, a, a loss of thermoregulation, decreased body temperature. Right. And where all of our biological processes aren't working the way that they're supposed to. So in, in addressing the infections and also helping the body to spend more time close to an ideal body temperature through hyperthermic conditioning, saunas, biohacker baths and exercise. You know, we're seeing like where the importance of exercise really starts to tie in. You need to get the body back up to that, you know, we'll call it 98.6 just for simplicity of communication. Yeah. But um, that's where we start to detox again and we start to get things moving and our immune system is able to kind of do its job and, and, and fight off some of these some of these chronic infections that are the reason we're jacking up our thyroid, that our thyroid is jacked up and that, you know, we've got HPA access dysregulation or, or adrenal fatigue or full-blown adrenal exhaustion. And then we're accumulating toxins. It is so interesting because I'm realizing this is why intelligence doesn't 
doesn't always mean working hard. And I'm, and I'm learning so much from you right now. I asked you a specific question. I was like, well, what do we do every single week? And you're, I've still got that. I've still got no, that queued up. Exactly. To- but, but I'm, I'm understanding though, from your intelligence, it's like, look, just because somebody asks one question doesn't mean that there's one answer. There's yes, the approach that you're going to share with us about movement, but alongside of that is the thermoregulation piece. It's like they're wired together. So please share with us, man, what this means. Yeah. Yeah. So this is, this is part of, this is another reason why the, uh, the reconditioning, having that cardiovascular base or like, you know, I just, I did 90 minutes of, of hot yoga and, and jumped in the ocean before we were on, but that type of training that is, I mean, frankly, most of us dislike it. I don't like it. I'm in yoga and I'm in there thinking about how I can fake an injury and run out after about 45 <laughs> the monkey minutes. monkey mind is spinning. Like every class, yeah. you know, I, I, I'm, I'm like, I'm sitting there and I'm like, why the fuck do we do these 90 minute, like just death march it's yoga such classes? such good training. You know, why don't, why don't they yeah. offer a 60 minute class? So I'm not saying that we're going to like it, but the, what these classes do for thermoregulation and for some of the other benefits that we've discussed leading up to this point are very, very important. So I like to aim for when, when we have a client, we'll start them at a minimum, a minimum 120 minutes a week of steady state continuous cardio in your target heart rate zone. However you want to get to that, you can do two 60 minute workouts. You can do, you know, a three 45 minute workouts. You can do like a 30 minute workout five or six days a week, whatever you get the math. Yeah. But yeah. at least 120 minutes of continuous steady state cardio per week. It can be swimming, it can be elliptical. It can be exercise bike. It can be aerodyne bike. It can be jogging on a treadmill. It can be jogging outside. It can even be a hot yoga class, but it needs to be continuous. You're not going to get to those numbers by killing yourself on a treadmill for 45 seconds and then resting for two minutes and then yeah. killing yourself on a treadmill. I think we need to also in, in, in this process. So does that kind of answer your question? That's amazing. Data, yeah. I mean, look, data point? looking at that one piece right there is a clear answer for somebody to take inspired action. I mean, and I know start. you're going to address the thermoregulation and the detox and everything else, but just that one piece, it's like sometimes people just need one step. Yeah. And then, and that's also going to be a, a key component of, of improving thermoregulation. Your body temperature is going to increase during that 120 minutes right? And everything is going to start working better. You're going to be filtering pathogens and toxins out of the blood. If you're, you, if you're doing some sort of like impact activity, like running or, you know, even a rebounder fits in here, but it's not, 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 it's difficult to get into your target heart rate zone on a rebounder, but, um, like running, right. Then you have the, the generation of G force. That's also flushing toxins out of the lymphatic system. So you're, you're getting increased, uh, increased detoxification and mobilization and elimination of toxins. Like it all comes together. But one of the things that I would like to share with, with the listeners is we need to start trusting ourselves more. And there's so much information out there. And frankly, I mean, I reserve the right to revise anything I say in this podcast at some point in the future, but I think a lot of it is, is correct. There's a lot of information out there that is not correct. And because someone else said it, it's a variation of what I was doing with those 12 doctors. We're outsourcing our health and we're doing workouts that make us feel worse, but because someone else said it, we're doing it and we're not taking the feedback that our body is giving us and correcting course and making adjustments and saying like, all right, well, you know, Sally Bob influencer said to do this, but every time I do this, I need a fucking two hour nap in the afternoon. Yeah. Maybe this isn't the best fit for me. 
we got to start trusting ourselves and our intuition and giving more credence to the feedback that our mind and body are giving us. And giving ourselves compassion. You know, I shared with you, I worked out very hard yesterday in a functional workout. I woke up this morning a little bit sick, a little sore throat. So I'm being open about it. It's like, okay, at this stage, I'm probably going to focus on other things rather than doing intense functional training. Like, so we're always learning, right? We're always giving ourselves just this grace to understand, hey, what's the next best thing that'll bring me closer to optimal health? That's really what this path is you're talking about. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If you're enjoying this episode of Wellness Force Radio, then you'll absolutely love the Biohacking Secrets Show podcast. Biohacker and bestselling author Anthony DiClemente sits down with elite athletes, business leaders, health and fitness experts, and world-class performers to give you their best-kept secrets for hacking the human body. Each episode reveals cutting-edge tools and practices to get you in the best shape of your life, increase your energy, upgrade your brain, and grow your business. Guests include the greatest big wave surfer of all time, Laird Hamilton, Tony Horton from P90X, the Stanford professor of neurobiology, Dr. Joseph Mercola, 26-time Guinness world record holder Wim Hof, and more. Go to blog.biohackingsecrets.com to subscribe and learn the secrets of superhuman health so you can unlock your physical, mental, and genetic potential. That's B-L-O-G dot B-I-O-H-A-C-K-I-N-G-S-E-C-R-E-T-S dot com. I have a sense too that when people look at the hot cold, it's a little bit intimidating because you mentioned thermoregulation and I love the cold. I love the hot. I have a sauna at the gym that I go to, but I'm curious how you'd stack that with movement, you know, from this biohacking lens, how do you incorporate the the hot cold and and what is that really doing for us? Mm -hmm. I get a lot of the hot from my training. I'll throw in, I'll throw in a sauna once or twice a week. I've got a a clear light infrared sauna in the garage gym. And, uh, and, and, you know, we've got an event coming up in October for some of our coaching clients and I'm working on something, something pretty cool. That's going to involve some native American practices and, 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 and high heat. Um, so I like that sort of thing, but I get, I get enough time in, you know, I practice what I preach. So I'm, I'm doing 120 to 180 minutes of, of steady state cardio per week. That's, that's helpful in getting my, uh, hyperthermic conditioning in, you know, maybe once every two weeks I'll do a, I'll do a biohacker bath while I'll fill a bath with water as hot as I can tolerate where it's like difficult to get in for the first two minutes, two cups, Epsom salt, one cup baking soda, one cup, 35% food grade hydrogen peroxide. If you're feeling froggy, throw in some essential oils, the Epsom salt, a lot of the benefits there are coming from the magnesium that's being absorbed transdermally. Baking soda helps with detoxification, also neutralizes some of the BS that's in our tap water so that we're not absorbing all of that through our skin. And then the the hydrogen peroxide, I, I use hydrogen peroxide in many of our protocols, both diluted orally. And uh, there's, a, there's a book on it called The One Minute Miracle, and then um, hundreds of different studies on on hydrogen peroxide for boosting immune function, oxygenating the body, improving energy production. But when you use it in a bath, it also helps with reducing inflammation, killing pathogens, oxygenating the the body as as it's absorbed transdermally. Um, similar to similar to like poor man's ozone. I jokingly call like hydrogen peroxide and some of those therapies, uh, some of those oxygen therapies, like like poor man's ozone. You don't have to go and get injections or uh, or sit in an ozone sauna. You can reap some of the benefits for pennies a day in the comfort of your own home. 
Mm. I love this, man, because I, I think about people that maybe are a little bit intimidated by doing the therapy and they can just start in the bathtub. They don't have to go into the sauna. They can get a lot of benefits of the heat uh, from just sitting in a warm bath. Like to me, that mm-hmm. seems like a good first place to start. Yeah. And I mean, when I started in the sauna um, in, in 2011, when all this was going on, I could barely handle five minutes. I would start feeling like my skin was crawling and like I needed to get out of there. And the the, the reality of the situation was that was a sign that I needed it more than ever. Mm. Right. I was, I was so overloaded with toxins and so deconditioned that it made me want to run away from the discomfort. It's very easy to repost Instagram memes about getting outside of your comfort zone, but that's what we're talking about here. <laughs> there's, there's a difference in real world application yes. and saying like, uh, uh, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, like, like, well, do it, fucking do it. If it's uncomfortable, it's probably because you need it. And five minutes turned into six minutes and six minutes turned into seven minutes and seven minutes turned into eight minutes. You show up and you do it and you take that feedback. And and it's not that, uh, it's not that you're just not good at sauna. It's that you need sauna right now. And it's moving some things that aren't getting moved through other interventions. I went to this workshop a couple of weeks ago in Vegas with Pavel Stuchlik. He's doing this really great Wim Hof method that he calls Noah Aeon. And we did cold therapy. And he said in the, the session, when you do more than five minutes of extreme cold, it's more just like a dick measuring contest. <laughs> you know, it's mm-hmm. like, it's not that we're getting any more benefits over five minutes. Do you share that same thought process? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've got the freezer out back. Um, you know, I've had even even in Chicago, I had uh, an ice trough on my balcony and like in our high rise that we would do cold plunges on. We always cap it at five minutes. Yeah. Like there's there's never a reason to go above five. What is what um, is the one reason why people get to do the hot cold? If you were to sum it up in a sentence, like why even do the the hot cold therapy for optimal health? It, it depends on what the person is experiencing because there are so many benefits. Like the cold reduces inflammation. It improves energy production and, and mitochondrial function by basically like condensing the the, the space, the intra uh, mitochondrial space where like ATP is made. And as you reduce that space, you're able to actually make more energy. So you have this reduction in inflammation. You have this increased energy production. You have a vasoconstriction that occurs where like your, your blood vessels and capillaries like constrict and like your body actually sends all of your blood toward your core to protect your, your vital organs. Right. But then as you get out, you experience a, a, a um, the opposite effect where like, you know, is vasoconstriction and then vasodilation. And then, you know, your, your, your blood starts going back to your extremities yeah. and it's like a workout for your vascular system and your endothelial system too. Uh, so you're getting a lot of the benefits of exercise without actually exercising. And then you're training your nervous system to there's, there's so many people now more than ever. We, we can feel it. I'm sure some of your listeners feel it where they just get stressed too fast. Yeah. Like they're like, I, you know, 
I got to, I got to meditate for like 15 minutes just to not lose my shit. And then I get in traffic and someone cuts me off and I'm like, boom, flying off the handle again. Mm. Well, we got to train our nervous system to experience acute stressors and not fly off the handle and to maintain a state of, of calm and peacefulness and, and, and centeredness. If we value those states and want to spend more time in them, you have to train that. This is so powerful, Anthony. I've never heard it explained like that. Emotional resilience being trained by hot, cold therapy. That's really what you're talking about is our ability to adapt to and to deal with stress. Stress is at an all-time high. If if you were to encapsulate a few of the biohacking things that you have in the book, by the way, this book is going to be free, you guys. Anthony's giving us a free book today, which is amazing. All you got to do is pay for shipping. I think it's a few bucks. Shipping, yeah. Help out with shipping and handling so I don't don't lose my ass. But the book is free. So go right now, if you're listening, if you're inspired by this, go to wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book. A lot of the things that we're talking about, especially this hot, cold therapy with the health benefits are in the book, as well as everything else. Like you put all of your secrets in this book, right? Yeah. I mean, I wrote the book in, in 2016. That was when we released it. I, I mean, I still think it's, it's far ahead of anything that's out there. Yeah. I've just accumulated more secrets because this is all I do. <laughs> this is what you do. So go to wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book right now. We're still going to dig in here in the show, but that is the resource. So make sure you get a copy of this free book. You know, the, the thing that I was thinking about was people do the biohacking and they're, uh, they're kind of leaning into their edge of discomfort. But when it comes to them being stressed, Anthony, I feel like if someone has a topical load of stress that's very high and they're stressed about where they're going in life and their purpose, there's many prongs of stress. Doing biohacking in some ways could be another stressor on them, right? For so sure. how do you approach yeah. somebody that's already in that super high state of stress where they're, they, they're not breathing properly, they're stressed out about their, their health, wealth, relationships? Um, where do you guide them from that place when they're already at a high load of stress? So we, we were talking about how much information is out there. And, um, you know, one of the, one of the guys, Chris, that just joined our program, we had his, we had his first call yesterday. He's, he's one of those individuals where as we started talking, we just realized how, how similar our journeys were and how many of, of the challenges that he's got going on were things that I've worked through. Right. And I, I, I said to him, you know, he goes, you wouldn't even realize how much of what I've been through mirrors your journey. He's like, when, you know, when you were in 2011, like reading all these books and scientific papers and, and, and going through this deep dive, he's like, I've been doing that for like 10 years, man. Uh. And I said, I, I feel you. I'm like, it's actually much, much harder now because there's a much more vast and deep sea of bullshit on the internet that you need to sift through so much. And I was able to find answers more quickly because there were more barriers between someone with an idea that they believe to be true, putting that idea out there, right? So I think that it's important to not to not give equal weight to all these interventions and to be very selective with the people that you do follow and the things that you try to implement. Cause there's only 24 hours in a day. Yeah. Most of us have jobs and families and hobbies. And if you try to fill your whole day with biohacking, you're just going to stress yourself out. There's a saying to honor all is to honor none. That's why we try to pr- help people prioritize, like get your environment dialed in, clean it up, 
get your nutrition dialed in, figure out the foods that make you tired, that make you fat and cut those out. Do a fight camp on your own. If you don't do one, like we start all of our clients out on a 90 day fight camp where you are approaching every single decision that you make, like you've got the fight of your life and everything that you've ever worked for, everything that you love is on the line in 90 days. That's where you need to be making your decision from. You don't need to do that with us. Do it on your own if you want, but set the calendar for 90 days from today and cut the bullshit out of your diet and, and explore what is possible for you. How good can you feel with the right nutrition program dialed in, right? And then get yourself moving. Train six days a week in a way that charges you up and gives you more energy so that week over week, you're getting better. Yeah, you're going to have some workouts where you're a little bit tired afterwards, especially if you're if you're mobilizing and uh, eliminating toxins. That comes with a little bit of the territory, especially if you're a little bit deconditioned, right? But get your base in. Start there. Don't go putting red lights up your ass or something if you don't have that foundation. <laughs> this is you know? so good. Yeah, I, I think it's so easy. Thank you for that wisdom. Like literally just do those exact things. And I guarantee you that in this 90-day period, you will have much greater health. Because I think about all the things that are sold out there. You know, Juve is great. Photobiomodulation is great. Is it the first rung of the ladder? I don't think so. Absolutely not. The, the no, foundations that you're saying are much more important. I haven't used my Juve in a month. It's good. But like, if I have to choose, I'm going to go lay in the sun. Yeah. As living as close to nature as possible, because going back to the stress question, if we are stressed, we're living out of alignment with how nature designed us. And I'm not mm -hmm. saying that stress is bad. You know, you stress is really good. We, we need stress to adapt. I'm talking about this drip, Anthony, this low level, constant stress, the one that you felt when you were in the job with the friends and you were drinking, the one that I felt mm -hmm. when I was sitting in a cube uh, committing spiritual suicide before I even thought that wellness force was possible. This is the stuff that's actually killing people. So mm -hmm. the emotional inventory, looking at what's really going on, uh, how do you deal with that specifically with clients? Because you can stack them with a lot of info, but if they're not willing to actually let go of certain things, how do you train people to let go of what's not serving them? Hmm. An example might, might help. So I'll tell you a little bit about what we do. And then if, and then if you have an example, I can kind of speak to it specifically, but we, we build out a client blueprint. So you've got morning routine, night routine supplements that you're taking so that we have a very clear vision of where they want to be, uh, either 90 days, six months or 12 months from, you know, our first call. And in that vision, we're talking about like, let's say, uh, let, let, let's say you wanted to lose uh, 10 pounds, right? And, um, and you wanted to experience more energy where you're not crashing in the afternoon. We'd put together a vision statement together where you'd have a base, but you would write this in a way that you emotionally resonate with. So it might say something like, uh, Josh, what do, you, what do you weigh right now? 215. Okay. So let's say 10, let's say your goal weight's 205, 205. right? Yeah. So you'd be like, I, Josh Trent, weigh 205 pounds and have a, a visible six pack and all day energy at or before November 21st, 2019, because I eat a clean, nutritious diet. I avoid the foods that drain my energy. I train six days a week. I execute the game plan that Anthony and I created together. I take my supplements daily and you know, whatever. So we've got kind of like a blueprint. Then you've got a picture on there that's going to inspire you. 
And then I help build out a blueprint where you've got morning routine, night routine. Here's the stuff that you need to get in your body, supplement-wise, food-wise, everything that's going to help you reach that goal. And then for all of our gold gold clients, we're also buying them biohacks and gifts that we'll like send to them throughout their program. In some cases, that's uh, a customized, personalized meal plan. So all they got to do is open up their mouth and eat the stuff that gets delivered to their home or office. Yeah. But like, what's going to really facilitate success for that person? And um, and most of the time when people are coming in, you know, uh, we, we encourage them to show up with an empty cup, you know, empty your cup as Bruce Lee said, cause like, I can't pour anything into your cup if it's already full and you already think you know it all. Yeah. yeah. Right. So, so first show up and say, I'm here because I like the stuff that's been in my cup is what got me here, but I want to go further. I want to explore I'm going to explore my potentiality. So I'm willing to empty my cup in order to break through to that next level. Mm. And, and, and that is, comes with letting shit go. Yeah. This is why I was so stoked to have you on the show, man, because you, to me are a very spiritual leader. Also, you are so steeped in the academia and in really the science of this biohacking. I think this is why you're in that upper crust where there's so many people that are very head focused and they don't take into account people's emotional load. Like, like you said, empty the cup. That to me seems like the biggest piece of advice when starting this entire journey, show up with the empty cup. How did you come up with that? Like, how long did it take you to realize, like, this is where I start with clients? Well, that's Bruce Lee, who's, you know, one of one of my virtual mentors. And Bruce Lee uh, and Alan and, Watts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, just brilliant, brilliant men. Yes. So I, I like I like to draw from people who uh, who inspire me. And, and, and he was the one that said, you know, I can't I, I cannot fill your cup if you're already showing up with a full cup. And um I mean, it wasn't mine. I can't, I can't take credit for it. You know? Yes. Well, if you want to work with Anthony, you can do that biohackingsecrets.com forward slash coaching. And Anthony, how many people have you worked with at this point? Like we're talking hundreds of thousands of people that are reached millions by your brand, but the actual men and women that have worked with you in groups or one-on-one, like what's that number now? We keep it pretty small. So, um, we usually have, uh, five or 10 people apply every week and uh, maybe we'll accept one of those people when we get to a point where, um, you know, we were talking about in July, it was making sure that all of our clients were, were getting enrolled and uh, onboarded properly. We'll close the doors for a while and then just focus on, on working one-on-one with people. Um, we've now been having more interest from pro athletes. And, like, I didn't even realize how much how much I love working with, with people at that level. And, you know, where like a one to 5% improvement can mean the difference between winning and losing. Yeah. Or like and, a $10 million uh, contract. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I should sign some of those. We haven't, we haven't, we haven't, created, <laughs> we haven't, we haven't created any $10 million programs, but maybe okay. at some point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, I, I love when people are excited and curious about what, they're capable of doing in this lifetime. And they recognize the, the fact that we're on borrowed time and, uh, there, there's, there, there are only so many opportunities to seize moments and explore our potential. Um, and when someone comes and says, Hey, my cup's empty, I'm ready to go all in. Like that's where we can help make magic happen. We don't do it for them. They're the hero. You know, we're the guide. We try to point them in the right direction, give them, give them encouragement. Like, you know, it's, uh, they've, they've got Carrie and I in their corner kind of checking in with them throughout the week We're we're jumping on calls a couple times a month and building out this blueprint 
that turns into a veritable book uh, that's all personalized and step by step and helping them apply these biohacks to their life where we're not only prioritizing the things that are the biggest needle movers, but we're giving them the sequence that will have the most profound impact on their body, energy, and performance. So they know what to do first. And if you got to choose, you know, we'll go through all their supplements and I'll say like, these ones are critical. These ones are optional. And it, it helps to eliminate some of the noise. I love where we've gone in this show and I want to do a little bit of a rapid fire with you because there's so much to talk about. But one thing I wanted to highlight, man, is the order of operations is typically what trips people up the most. You know, they might have all the books they might have. They might even purchase your products, you know, but being guided through an experience is so much different and honestly so much more powerful because we're going to get there eventually. It's just easier. I feel like a big biohack is just having support from another human being. Oh man, it's, it's huge. Like, as you mentioned earlier, I think that I've, in the past, I'd subscribed to some of that lone wolf mentality. I think most guys do. And I know women could say the same thing, but as men, we're kind of taught, like, do it on your own. Yeah. And it's total bullshit. It's total bullshit. There's, there's a difference between thinking you're a lone wolf and just being like, yeah, there's a, there's a lot of people that are douchebags and I don't want to hang out with them. That doesn't mean I'm a lone wolf. Right. You just got to find the people that you really like and resonate with. <laughs> true that. You know true what I mean? that. Like you go to you go to an event. Some I'm sure you get it. You go to an event sometimes and you get locked into certain conversations that you don't want to have. Right. That doesn't mean that like you 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 want you should be alone. Yes. It just means that like there's a lot of people out there that you're going to resonate with, that you're going to love, that you're going to want to spend more time with. Just focus on those people. You know, you don't need to like everybody. Nobody does. It doesn't mean if you don't, it doesn't mean you're a lone wolf. Oh, it's so much more freeing. Doesn't it just feel light to receive this information right now? I know we all can feel this. It's like, nobody's going to, not everybody's going to like you and you don't have to like everyone else. Yeah. That, that <laughs> it's means, so freeing. Like, you're normal. Yes. You're normal. Right. It's so good, man. Okay. Let's, let's do this rapid fire because, um, I know you got to get to the clients and the things that you have today, but I wanted to ask you about sleep. There's so much misinformation about sleep. It's like, drink this, do that. What, what is the sleep that you do personally? How is your sleep support? What does that look like for you to have healthy sleep? Yeah. First and foremost, you need to be unplugging the Wi-Fi, and you need to be conscientious of how much time you are exposed to radiation throughout the day. For me, I permanently got rid of Wi-Fi, swapped it out for Ethernet so that I don't have that in the background. That allows me to work on the computer talking to you right now. My computer Wi-Fi is off. My Bluetooth is off. Get an ENV RD10 meter like this, ENV space RD-10. You put it in RF mode which is, you know, radio frequency, that's your wireless. You mm-hmm. turn the sound on, you make sure all of your environments are less than or equal to two green lights and not beeping. So like this environment right now, Josh Trent, you can see the people that are on video can see what do we got? One, two green lights and no beeping, mm-hmm. right? If all I did was turn on my cell phone right now, this thing would light up like a Christmas that's tree. That's a clean room right there. It's a clean, it's a clean room, Josh. That's a clean room, man. (laughs) Real clean room. And, uh, and Marcia hasn't been here in a month. Okay. (laughs) Anyway, terrible joke. But, um, so that's a big one. You got to pay attention to how much time you spending on the phone, surfing the gram. Yeah. You know, these things tank your melatonin. Look at the studies between non-native electromagnetic frequencies and melatonin. There's a reason so many people are taking melatonin. Go to, uh, go to a health food store in Europe where they're still on 3G 
They don't even sell melatonin. They don't know what it is. It's because we've amped our power levels up 10x and we're putting Wi-Fi in every home in America. And on top of that, the telecom companies are using your Wi-Fi router as a hotspot for all of their customers in your neighborhood to give them better signal. That just means that your exposure is going up and you're not able to sleep as well. You gotta clean up your environment first. If you if you don't wanna go as deep as I went, just unplug that Wi-Fi at night and keep your screen time to less than two hours a day. And uh, you'll start seeing an improvement. You gotta get natural sunlight. You gotta get outside in the sun, depending on where you're at in the world. I moved to Florida so that 30 minutes of sun was yes. equivalent to 90 minutes of sun in Chicago. I didn't have 90 minutes a day that I could go walk around outside. So the closer you are to the equator, the more you're able to condense time and get the benefits of natural sunlight to your eyes and skin um, in, in, in less actual time outside. That's a big one. Yeah. And, uh, and, and then tuning your own electromagnetic frequency and increasing your, uh, your, your need for sleep through exercise like we talked to. Then if you want to sprinkle in uh, 5-HTP, which is a serotonin uh, precursor for serotonin, 100 to 200 milligrams of Jaro 5-HTP before bed, so you, you get yourself some Veritas Farms uh, CBD or Endo Scientific CBD. Those are both great brands that we use a good amount of the time. Those things can help you get a deeper, more restful night's sleep. Um, and, uh, and, and then you can play around with things like some people are just chronically low carb, especially with the popularity of like the ketogenic diets these sure. days. And that will put you into uh, a, a stressful state, over exhaust your adrenals, and you won't be able to, to sleep as deeply. So just sprinkling a little bit of carbs in with dinner, sweet potatoes, yam, squash, yuca, taro, cassava, maybe even just a couple dates after dinner can, can help you go a little bit deeper. And then we're seeing huge improvements with addressing low-level chronic infections like Lyme, Epstein-Barr, herpes simplex, um, parasites, because all of these all of these pathogens that constitute the hive that is our body, they also resonate with natural and unnatural frequencies. So you throw in EMF plus low-level chronic infections, and you're going to get an amplified uh, deleterious effect on your, on your sleep. And you got to clean up the environment and then also address the infections if you really want to see an improvement in, in your sleep. There was so much there. Again, wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book because Anthony is scratching the surface here. Anthony, last section, this is detoxification and gut because the liver obviously is a massive detox organ. It's our primary one, but then the gut also has permeability issues when people are eating the wrong foods. And also with EMF, you know, Nicholas Pineout was on the show a couple weeks ago and he, oh, talked, nice. about, he talked about all the things that are happening with EMF and actually affecting gut microbiome. Um, mm -hmm. Give us maybe the top five, please, for gut health and also for detoxification. Yeah. A lot of detoxification gets held up at the liver. So we got to go there first. And the best tool that I've found for that, that's going to make some people cringe, it's coffee enemas. Part of the Gershon Protocol, popularized by German physician, Dr. Max Gershon, 100 years ago. There's a reason this is still used and has been used by hundreds of thousands of people, probably now millions of people, to overcome ex advanced stage cancer. The, 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 the core tenets of the Gershon Protocol are coffee enemas and organic green juicing. So what I would do is, depending on what state of health you are in, I would. Uh, we've got a video on coffee enemas. We can link to it in the show notes if you want. It's ridiculous. Um, Don't worry, you, it's not X-rated, you guys. 
It's not X-rated, but it's as close as we could get on YouTube without getting There's a banned. black bar over the tube. Yeah. <laughs> yes. and, uh, but what it does is like those, those coffee enemas, your, uh, they don't clean your colon. Your, your liver absorbs the caffeine and other compounds in the coffee through the hepatic portal vein, and you see a, a, an acute 5X increase in liver function where you not only dump the caffeine and the toxins in the coffee, but you dump some of these other infections and toxins and heavy metals that have been accumulated but not eliminated. Mm. So that is, is, is a core tenet of detoxification. I would start doing a green juice daily using a masticating ju- juicer, not a centrifugal juicer. When they looked, there was um, in, in this evolving process of, of looking at what's worked in the Gershon protocol, they started noticing like if you had two groups of people and both of those groups were juicing, but some people were getting better and some people weren't, they were able to identify that the people who weren't experiencing the same benefits, they were using those spinny centrifugal juicers that use heat and friction and denature enzymes and important nutrients in the juice that we need. You know, we, we need to start paying attention to the electron content of our food, the enzyme content of our food, the, the, the life energy that is in our food and gearing our interventions toward practices that maintain as much of that as possible. So there's a huge difference between going to Costco and getting a bottle of celery juice and using a masticating juicer like an Omega or a champion and then juicing the celery, organic celery juice. So you don't have the pesticides and the herbicides and all that BS, maybe throwing in a little bit of cucumber, a little bit of mint, maybe some lemon or lime and then drinking it right away. So you've still got those electrons and those enzymes and that life energy at the at, at the expense of sounding a little bit esoteric. What is it about specifically the celery juice? The medical medium blew this thing up. I mean, he's like literally emptying shelves in grocery stores of celery juice. What is that all about? Yeah, yeah. Anthony Williams has done some great work and he's got an entire book on it. So for someone that really wants to dive deeper, I recommend going and picking up Anthony Williams, the medical medium book on celery juice. But there's there's a lot of different factors and it's looking like some of these salt clusters in the celery juice provide our body with electrolytes and intracellular nutrients that are often deficient when our cells are not functioning properly, when we're not detoxing properly and in rehydrating our body at the cellular level in compensating for some of the cellular dehydration that occurs when we're in a bath of radiation all day long through celery juice, we start seeing an improvement in detoxification. We start seeing a reduction in our body's viral and pathogen load and a restoration of health and vitality. Mm. Thank you for sharing your wisdom on the show today, man. I feel like with with everything that you know, we have scratched, you know, a good two inches of the surface, but the iceberg goes way below the ocean. So you guys, you're not in this alone. This is one thing, Anthony, I'd love as we say goodbye for you to touch on is sometimes when people listen to podcasts and they take in information they almost feel overwhelmed. Like, where do I begin? We talked about wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book. That's where you start. Mm -hmm. You guys, my friends, like just go get the book. It's free. You just pay a few bucks for the shipping and handling. But Anthony, I'd love for you as parting guidance to tell us, first of all, what does wellness mean to you? You know, how would you define wellness? This is like the signature question uh, from a biohacker's Mm -hmm. mind. And then also, could you just speak to the person that does feel overwhelmed? So how would you define wellness and how would you help and support somebody who feels overwhelmed? Mm-hmm. I, I would define wellness as the, the, the capacity 
to live and create your dream life, to spend more time in the emotions and feelings that you value, right? So for me, that's love, joy, peace, and gratitude. I want to spend as much time as possible in those states. And, uh, and I want to have a, the uh, tools, habits, and routine that facilitate that end outcome. And if there's something that I would like to attract into my life, uh, I know that I, I need to have the wellness to amplify my attractive capacity and to uh, shorten the amount of time between the, the, the origin of that desire and the manifestation of that reality. So that's the first question. <laughs> <laughs> Play that back again. Hit rewind right now and listen to that one more time. <laughs> the, the, the second question, for someone that feels overwhelmed, I, I, there are such great tools out here now. Your podcast, the, the Biohacking Secrets Show podcast, even, even our Instagram, you know, yeah. Instagram at Biohacking Secrets. Go there. Like we've, we've created these resources. We're not, we're not raking in the dough or retiring based on the free information that we put out interviewing some of the, the greatest luminaries and thought leaders in the world. We're doing it because it is a labor of love. It's a passion project and it's something that can change people's lives. But as you acquire this information, do what we talked about earlier, put it into practice immediately and, and give more validity to your responses, to the feedback that your body gives you. You know, if something makes you feel good, it's moving you, it's probably moving you in the right direction. You know, we're not talking about drugs here or anything like sometimes yes. actually we are, but well, with the right the, medicines, yes, <laughs> the, the drugs, the drugs that really work actually are a, a bit more challenging on the front end. But yes. That, Look it, at it, Anthony's it, trips uh, over to Rhythmia and consume the content. It's so powerful, man. I'm, I'm, I'm just so proud to have been able to sit with you today and honestly to be your friend, to be a friend to someone like you, you know, my mission, we're helping people discover this physical and emotional intelligence so they can live their life. Well, I know, and I trust in your mission as well with biohacking secrets and really just giving people the keys, man. We're giving people the keys to wake up to having great health and a life that they can be proud of so we can enjoy this damn thing. That's the whole point for us to have fun. So Anthony, deep bow to you, my friend. And thank you for being such a force of wellness in this world, dude. We really appreciated having you on. And um, again, you guys go get the book. It's free. You have no excuses. Wellnessforce.com forward slash biohacking book. Anthony, love you, man. Take care. Love you too, buddy. Thank you so much for having me on. And I'm honored to consider you a friend as well. And, uh, and I thank you deeply for the way that you've inspired my journey and, uh, and, and influenced this trajectory that is hopefully helping a lot of people. I think it is. All right, you guys, we'll talk to you soon. Until we do, I'm wishing you love and wellness. Hey, thanks for listening to the show, my friend. Everything you learned on this podcast starts with your morning practices. So from over 300 world-class guests, we pulled together six simple yet powerful morning practices down into a 21-minute system guaranteed to increase your vibration and the way that you feel every day. Get this free powerful guide over at wellnessforce.com forward slash M21. And if you love this show, share it with somebody. Share it with somebody that you love or that you care about. You can support the show easily by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. 
Just go to wellnessforce.com forward slash review, or if you're on your phone, just tap it, hit the link in purple that says review this podcast. And the journey does not stop here. We're continuing this discovering process in our private Facebook group over at wellnessforce.com forward slash group. You can be a part of it. You already are. All you have to do is join us at wellnessforce.com forward slash group, and I will welcome you at the door. Now go out into your life and live your life well. And until I see you again real soon, I'm wishing you love and wellness.